identify as a unicorn? Are you unhinged? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Unhinged Unicorns. <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of Unhinged Unicorns. My name is Josh, and I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Steph. And we have a very, very, very special guest with us today, Tay Sowers. So, Tay, I just want to tell you, uh, I'm very, very inspired by your story. Uh, I came across Tay on TikTok, and he's got this um, a TikTok where he's basically keeping a record of his weight loss journey. And uh, I, I was so impressed by your videos because I could relate a lot to it. Um, before we really get into talking about your story, uh, just to kind of give you a little background about Steph and I, we actually met in a eating disorder treatment program. And so we were in the same treatment center. Um, and I have struggled with weight my whole life, uh, basically from when I was a kid. And I've lost and gained probably, like no exaggeration, I've probably lost and gained a thousand pounds over the course of my uh, adult life. So weight has been something that I have struggled with for a very long time. Um, and, you know, Steph, Steph has done wonderfully on her journey. So um, when I came across your TikTok, I was just like, I have got to talk to this guy. So um, first of all, congratulations for what you're doing. I think it's, it's huge. And I think it's really inspiring. But um, I just wanted to kind of get into your story a little bit. Um, when did you first notice that you had a, an issue with food and, and what was your childhood like? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, and thank, thank you both for having me on here. I'm very excited about this. Uh, I would say, I would say I was around a teenager when I noticed I had a problem with food, um, just because of situations in my life that were going on and either I, I may not have a parent to run to because they're busy or a sibling to run to because they're busy. And so I never fell back on anything else but food. And I didn't notice that until I was a teenager, but I didn't see anything wrong with it because I have been big my entire life. I don't remember a time where I wasn't big. And so me running to food, like, yes, I noticed like, oh, there's probably a problem that I have a two liter Coke and a whole pack of Oreos just sitting here on the couch with no one at home. But this is what I've always done, so I'll keep on doing it. Um I noticed I noticed a problem with my with with well I was told that there was a problem with my body from a very early age. I can remember being four or five years old in the doctor's office. And the doctor telling my mom, your son needs to lose weight. He's not like, he's not okay. And like really pressuring her about it. And like, from that point on, I never really could find a healthy relationship with the doctor. Because anytime I went to the doctor, whether it was for an earache, a I could have stubbed my toe and thought that I broke it. All of it was due to me being overweight and nothing was ever taken serious. There were a few doctors along the way that I found. 
Um, but I never really felt at peace being who I was. Um, and that's been the hardest part of going back and realizing of going back and realizing all this is that in this journey, not only will I lose weight and try to find myself and be as body positive as I can, but I have to find who the true me is because all I've ever known is me being bigger, me being depressed, me having anxiety. That's all I've ever known. I know there's a lot more meant for me, but I just don't quite know what that is yet. Sure. I can relate a lot to that too, because I think I've used food and the way that I've eaten to keep people at a distance. And as like the first time that I went through the weight loss process, um, it really was a lot about just kind of exploring who I was as a person and what I like, what kind of fashion I was into. Because before, at my biggest, I never paid attention to any of that stuff. I was just trying to get through the day, day to day without being bullied, you know, at school. Cause I was, I was really bullied, like, especially in middle school and high school. It was, you know, it was pretty rough. So I had never really figured out my identity as a person and what I like to do. But I do want to touch on one thing um, that I saw on one of your videos. You talked about non-scale victories and you talked about um, like those non-scale victories. That's more than just the number on the scale. So tell me a little bit about that as far as what, what non-scale victories have you already been able to accomplish and what non-scale victories are you hoping to accomplish throughout your journey? Right. And it's the, it's really the non-scale victories that keep me going. Um, because sometimes that scale is going to be not something you would have paid attention to. And, um, as far as non-scale victories so far, I've definitely seen a change for, for me in heart rate and blood pressure, which that doesn't relate to the scale and it's very big to my health. Um, and seeing that already just a month, a month and a half in, it's like, okay, like we're getting somewhere. This is, this is the bigger part. Um, I've tried to make an oath to myself that I say every morning that this journey is dedicated to my health not what the scale says. So whatever the scale says is is what the scale says. Like obviously as I get healthier, as I find where I want to be, the scale will probably go down, yes. But I can also feel great one day and go up two, three pounds. And if I let that affect me too much mentally, I'm not going to feel the effects of how good I'm doing on this journey. I'm just going to think, oh, that scale should have said something different when, once again, the scale will always mess with people's minds. Um, so the heart rate and blood pressure is a big one. Uh, another one, so previously, before about three or four days ago, I, I was 
21 days fast food free and two 14 days binge eating free, which was a very huge step for me. And recently, about five days ago, I had a slip up and I had Subway and, you know, there was differing opinions about it everywhere, but to me, that was a slip up. So I had a talk with the team that I'm with and I had to restart my days. I am now three days fast food and binge eating free. And what I can say to that is like, that's such a non-scale victory to me because before every time that I've slipped, it's turned into a lapse and then turned into a relapse. This is the first time I've been able to catch it and be honest with everyone around me and say, look, this is what happened. I'm not proud of it. There's definitely better ways I could have went about it, but it's already over. Let's focus on how we can get out of it and do better. Um, That's probably one of the biggest ones to me. And then you have the smaller, but still the ones that you have to hold on to day to day. Um, My breathing is better. It used to be when I would be on TikTok live and I'd go back and watch the recordings all you could hear is my breathing um now that's gotten a lot better uh my mobility is getting better i'm able to do workouts longer i'm able to do more things in workouts um it's a lot of things that i just have to wake up daily and tell myself like whatever this number says today like remember the progress that you've made because I'll say it again. I'll say it a thousand times. You cannot rely on the scale to tell you your progress. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really love that. Uh, and I, I want to say I saw your your videos as well. Josh told me about you and how he we really wanted to talk with you on here. And I went and checked you out. And um, I thought it was really cool. And I always um get a little excited when i see another food addict or see someone who also struggles with food like i do um and cuz i i had i have such a problem with sugar um and i i've been like sugar free for probably about 3 years and um the other day i had like this oatmeal and i thought it had um I didn't think it had any sugar in it. I thought it was just like plain original oatmeal. And um, I found out like right when I tasted, I'm like, okay, something's off about this. And then I checked the um, ingredients list and like cane sugar was the second ingredient and it had all of this added sugar and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I did that. And um, but my my body was like reacting to the sugar as well. Like I was getting a bit shaky and stuff because i i honestly believe that sugar like corrupts my brain like they've there's been like those um those comparisons of like brain scans of what cocaine does to the brain and then what sugar does to the brain and it being very similar it does very similar things and for me 
my drug of choice has always been sugar and like ex- excess amounts of food. Um, so my my body was kind of reacting because I haven't had sugar in a long time. But like you said, like it happened and I didn't let myself dwell on it and be affected by it. Um, and with saying all of that, I was particularly um, attracted by your videos that like the things that you eat in a day, like how your foods have changed um, and how that has helped you. Because for me, um, I I have a nutritionist and I have a therapist and um, my nutrition nutritionist has given me a food plan of like these are the amounts of foods you can have in a day um, and like you know this is how many proteins to have at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and is how many carbs to have at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then like a nighttime snack. Um, so I was wondering like what what has been your approach for changing up your food and do you go by um, any particular like diet or plan or nutritional value sort of scale. Um, I and I know you said you had a team, so I'm curious uh, what what that means as well. Right. Um, and I also want to say that's amazing that you that you seen that and then you your thought was like, okay, wow, like I see this reaction, I'm seeing this and. We're going to continue to go on because <laughs> that's what we have to do. And that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, I would, I would say, I think deeper down the road, me, uh, because I, I have a dietitian, a therapist and uh, a doctor and the all three are working together with this. Um, and my dietitian right now is mainly focusing on, on a calorie number. Uh, she said deeper or further down the road, we would focus on like the more uh, like what goes into the calories and how we're making up those things. But her main thing right now is, okay, let's watch the calories. Let's do what we need to do. And, um, I I go on an app every day and I report sort of what I'm eating, how things are going, and, and uh, my therapist and my dietitian can see that. And what a lot of people don't know is um, on May the 7th, so originally this journey started back up in April, April 27th of this year. And then on May the 7th, I finally got a scale that could actually read my weight. Before, I was just going off like a rolling average of a scale that I had. And I needed one that could actually tell me what my weight was. And so I did that. And I weighed in. And I was like, okay, here we go. We have the weight. And so from May the 7th to May the 22nd, I was working out I was like going live and doing my workouts but when no one knew was me and my fast food addiction was very much still alive but I was trying to overcompensate with the working out and like make everything look good per se and still having the fast food that I wanted in the morning at night and I was weighing in and I 
was still gaining and gaining. And I had moved to daily weigh-ins and I was gaining and gaining. And I got up to my highest weight that I'd gotten to. And that day, I had had a conversation with my dietitian and my therapist. And they said, look, you're not really reporting what you're having every day because we see this steady increase. We know how you 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 cling to certain things. They're not being honest about it. Um, we're gonna do daily weigh-ins for another week. And if you continue to gain, there's a possibility that, because we had to set up a whole contract and we still have that contract in place to this day. And it was like, I had to do the things that they wanted me to do. And it wasn't even because she told me, she's like, it's not that you're gaining weight. I'm not really exactly upset with you about that. It's that I know you're not really focusing on your recovery. Like, I know there's a missing piece here somewhere because it's not adding up. And so I sort of I broke down. I told both of them, like, yes, I am very much in my fast food. I was spending 30 to $50 every day just on fast food through DoorDash. And I had my best friend come to me that evening. And she said, um, she called me and she was like, what's going on? And I'm like, well, this is what's going on. My dietitian's about to let go of me. Like, my whole world seems to be crashing and I'm documenting all this on the internet. And she was like, let's do this together. I will be on the phone with you for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Let's make a schedule. Let's stick to it. Ever since that day of May the 22nd, she has, she has helped me change my life. Another one of my friends, he's helped. He's been right there beside of her. They've both helped change my life in monumental ways because they, they looked at me and they were like, look, we can't continue to see you do this. Like you, you look down, you look sad. Like you're about to lose your dot. Your, the people who you have in a field that knows what they're doing, you're about to lose them. Like, it's time to wake up. And ever since that day, it's just been like, I just can't wake, but I can't help but wake up every day and just be so thankful for them. Because if that day would have never happened, I don't know if I am in the position where I'm at now, almost a month later, so many pounds down and so much happier and seeing a future for myself. Mm. And I'm sorry that that totally went off track. But. No, that's perfect. No, it's great. I think it's it's really important to recognize what the importance of a support system is, both like in person with your friends and family, but also in your case, you know, you've been very public with your journey and you've started to build a community there on your TikTok of people who support you and watch and, and check in with you every day. And I see that you go live a lot, you know, so people are invested in this journey with you, which I think is really cool. Another thing that I wanted to point out about that, though, is, um, and I have a lot of respect for you in this regard, because, and I mentioned this to Steph, too, because I was like, he goes on there 
and he does these weigh-ins without a shirt on. And that like blew my mind because I struggle so much and I have my whole life with uh, like just body image issues. And I can remember, I was telling Steph about this too the other day. I can remember when I was a kid, we did like swimming lessons. And I remember feeling like I needed to wear a shirt at the pool, even as a little kid, you know, like I just felt this shame around my body. And um, so seeing you go on there and be so open to like taking your shirt off on the internet, you know, like to me, I have a lot of respect for that. And I don't think most people can appreciate that unless you've been on the other side of it and know like the hurtful things that people can say especially on the internet, you know, hiding behind the anonymity of the internet. Um, so I just want to commend you, first of all. And also, secondly, just I wanted to get your take on that. Like, how, what was that like for you to put yourself out there so vulnerably like that? And if you have dealt with haters, which I'm sure you have, what what has that experience been like? Yeah, um, trust that. Um I remember doing that one day for the sole purpose of I was I was weighing in by my by myself and like I remembered all the comments of like your clothes weigh this amount or like whatever and I, there but then there were some people like well you need to um you need to weigh in with this on or the same outfit on and I'd seen someone say just weigh in without your shirt on and I was like okay and I was doing that and you know I was happy with it and then I started doing the live weigh-ins and especially in the beginning it was so much hate like especially when they're not used to it but that's the the, that's the great thing about the internet is they're not used to someone with my body type getting on there and not having a shirt on so it's very offensive to a lot of people but to me if I can get on there and show people that I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay with my body and who I am, even, even though there's several times during the day and just during life in general, that obviously my body image is difficult to deal with. The more that I do it and the more that I get comfortable with it, the more comfortable I become with my body. Like yesterday, yesterday morning, um, I had gotten waters delivered and groceries delivered. And so I had to go outside and, um, I didn't have a shirt on and like, I'm going out and getting waters and come back in and in the process of it, I'm like, wow, like you don't have a shirt on and you're going outside like small win, but also like, okay, like we're becoming more comfortable. They're always in this situation, I knew that there would be haters. Like I knew that it was an inevitable, but 95% of the time, you're right. They're hiding behind them being them, their anonymous selves, whoever they want to be. And um, it's just the fact of, I sort of love that there are people who are uncomfortable with it because like that just shows the problem with the world that we live in like why does it matter what my body looks like to you it it should right. like like to me i don't care what 
what the next person's body looks like. I care about how they act, who they are, and those types of things. So in a way, I do it to for my weigh-ins and like for that, that type of thing. And I I do it, I also do it to show people like do not care what people think. Try not to care what people think about your body because at the end of the day, it's your body. You're you're like you're perfect in it like like you're perfectly imperfect i heard that the other day and like i'll stand with that and it's your body it's hard to be comfortable in it for so many people but if if i not only helping myself in doing it but if i can let the next person know like hey it's okay for for your body not to be the image that society has painted for your body to be like your body is your body and be confident in it because everybody everybody is 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 great so i just i hope i hope that more people can notice that because whatever a hater behind an anonymous account has to say doesn't doesn't overrun the the continuous positive comments that i get yeah they and they are you're i will say that that community is very supportive of you but again it goes to show what you're doing is impactful and you're right there's not a lot of people with a body type like yours and mine who are going and putting themselves out there in that way so I think there is a certain stigma to it that people are just not familiar with or comfortable with, but it it's really cool to see you doing that and putting yourself out there like that because it gives me hope. Like I remember, what was it, last summer or two summers ago, I went to the beach and for the first time ever took my shirt off at the beach. Yeah. And that was such a monumental moment in my life to like go to the beach uh, and not care what other people thought like that's such a big deal um and the society that we live in puts so much emphasis on what you look like physically but i remember when i was in treatment body oh yeah and i mean there's like fad diet after diet after diet that that's what that's all about is how you look but i remember when i was in treatment and steph you may have done this too but there was a exercise that they had us do where we had to write a letter to our body. Oh God. It was like uh, <laughs> yeah. to our vessel is what they called it. Your body is a vessel, right? And so we had to write a letter to our body. And um, it was such a, a emotional exercise for me because I spent my whole life hating my body and just, I had nothing positive to say at all about my body. But when I wrote that letter, it really made me realize as much abuse as I have put my body through, my body is very resilient and has stuck with me through all of that abuse, you know? Um, now that may not continue to happen if I keep abusing it. So that's why I'm trying to make changes in my life now so that it doesn't get to a point where I can't come back from it. But um, I, I just, I, I have a new respect for my body today. Because my body has, with everything I've put it through, it's still been there for me. And um, I may not be comfortable enough to go to the beach naked right now. But, um, you know, here's hoping in the future. (laughs) 
Yeah, I can do like a, a, a like a skin, night, little, nighttime skinny dipping. Night. A little nudist <laughs> beach moment. Yeah, I I love yeah I love everything that you said about like body image and body positivity. Tay, like, um, I just recently have been wearing like actual bathing suits because my whole life, like, too, I've been like wearing shorts. And um, actually, when I was a kid, like I, I didn't have those things. Um, like I, I wore like a one-piece bathing suit a lot, a lot of the time when I was a kid. And then when I got a bit older, like maybe like mid-teenage years, I just, I just stopped. I couldn't because my, my um food and weight was progressing worse and worse, and um, I couldn't get into like a regular bathing suit or what whatever you may want to call it and very recently um I bought an actual bathing suit where I but it's like um a two-piece and I I got like these like cute swim shorts and like a top so that my my belly is showing and stuff and I just I still have to like I it's kind of funny cuz whenever I take off my shirt to um to to be in my bathing suit like at the pool or at the beach I'll just be like body image or body positivity activate <laughs> and then I'll just like <laughs> take off my shirt as like a little like please god like I I know that I belong here I know that um I am worthy of taking off my clothes um like other people well you know when there's a bathing suit underneath <laughs> but um i just i just very recently have been able to do that and it's still difficult for me i still feel like the biggest person in the room and that that pesky body dysmorphia is still trying to convince me that i don't that i take up too much space but i know that i don't and um the biggest blessing in my recovery has been that um is is uh like my my health has gotten a lot better like you were saying where i think the um i'm gonna be like full disclosure like the the my highest weight was like almost 430 pounds and um i think i've probably lost almost 200 in the past two years and um or past three years and um it's always been like about my weight because like you my whole life has been weight loss weight loss weight loss like the doctors have told me ever since I was a kid that you need to lose weight and so when I got into like this program and started losing weight I kind of didn't know who I was because I'm like my purpose in life has always been to lose weight if I lose weight then good things will happen for me all the the life things will happen for me but every day, um, probably within the last year, I've been living and trying to live by the um, the idea or like the mantra of like, I am perfectly fine in the body that I am in right now today. And I do not need to wait any longer to be happy or to be worthy. I don't need to like hold myself back from experiencing like dating and like intimacy and love and um 
and just all these activities that I told myself I couldn't do until I was like, quote unquote, skinny, you know? Um, so I've, I've kind of set myself free in a lot of ways with those, with that thinking. And I'm just, I'm amazed that like, you've just started your recovery and you're, you're already like such a positive minded guy with your, with your weight and like your body image and, and just like your, your emotional feelings regarding your recovery and because i i think that's huge it took me a long time to get there and um you know it's it's amazing what what i'm hearing from you today so i just wanted to you know say i'm impressed and i'm i'm really happy for you same thank thank you steph and josh that that means a lot and to josh with the going to the beach and taking your shirt off Okay, claps all around to Steph with <laughs> going to uh, going to the pool and like being able to be in a two piece and like like uh, body positivity activated. Like yes, like <laughs> I I absolutely love both of those things. That's amazing. Thank you. I think I should get a two piece. Yeah, Maybe girl. Maybe yeah. that's the the key here to my success. I should invest. <laughs> Maybe that's been the key all along. Oh, all yeah. along, yes. <laughs> well, I will say this. Another thing that I want to commend you for is um, you talked. I was. I've been watching your lives, and um, you talked about how this last week you were kind of in a little bit of a funk, and so you had gotten under. You were into the four hundreds, and then you gained a little bit, and we're back into the five hundreds again. And I just wanted to comment about how respect, respectful I am to the fact that you are being open about your struggles just as much as you are about your successes. Because I have also been someone who has put my weight loss journey out there for the public on the internet. And I found that for me, I would struggle putting it out there when I was struggling. And I would only want to post content whenever I was doing well. So for you to be vulnerable, I think it takes an extra level of vulnerability to talk about when you're struggling versus just the successes. Uh, It's easy to celebrate the successes, but it's harder to talk about when we're struggling. So um, talk to me a little bit about that, what that has been like, and, and the response that you've gotten from the community when you have shared about your struggle. Yeah. Um. I would say, yeah, this past week has been some of the hardest so far on the social media slash weight loss slash everything in between. Um, (laughs) Because I literally had like the moment of my life a week ago today. Well, not probably not of my life, but a very good moment. Um where I dropped down from the 500s into the fours and it was a great time. It was a lot of celebration as I did it on live and off of live. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. So then I slip up, I slip up because I, I've been sick. I wasn't feeling good. So I wasn't working out. And, um, I was going through a lot of stressful times and I slipped up and I was like, okay, okay, I slipped up. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? 
the next day got on TikTok and said, I I slipped up. This is what I I ha- I had Subway. I I slipped up. I will not be weighing today. I'll wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow came. I was still down on myself and still stressed out about the things that had happened, but I couldn't I couldn't run to Subway that day because I have said that I, I've said that I want to change. I've said that I want to do this and do that, but I can't run back to Subway today. So what do I do? I still don't feel like weighing in. And I was getting all these comments and all these things about like, oh, it's like two or three weigh-ins in a row. We're not seeing you. You're down to your 400s. Like, what's going on? And so I was I was fed up, actually, of seeing all those comments. And so it's 6, 5 p.m. during the day on Wednesday. I weighed in. I weighed in. I didn't go live, but I weighed in, posted it, left alone. I had some friends call me, and they were concerned because obviously it's later in the day. You you do not wait weigh yourself that late. And they were like, "What's going on? We see that you're not okay. Like, like let's talk about it." And you know, I talked about the slip up more, and we had talked about getting back on track, getting back on schedule. Because with me, if I do not follow my schedule, I will not succeed. It just will not happen. And so we talked about that. And I weighed in at around 5.06, I think. And um, on Thursday, I started back. I started back with my workout plan. I started back with my eating plan and Everything was going really good. And then actually today I got back down into the fours. And so I was I was very excited about that. Um I you know, I'm in the mindset of like, okay, I don't want to see the fives again. And I'm more focused, less focused on the number today rather than like, okay, you're here now. Because we've been here before and we didn't get to celebrate it long. We're here. Let's not let's not celebrate just yet. Let's keep with consistency. Let's keep with, with the path that we're on. And I would just say as far as posting the struggles, I used to be that person just starting out of like, I'm just going to post the positives and everything's going to be positive and everything's going to be great. But... If you don't post the struggles, people are never going to think that they can do it ever. Mm -hmm. Because the amount of struggles that I do have and like the amount of struggles that I share with my best friend daily is like there's more that I want to open up about. But there's only so much of being a struggle that I'm open to sharing with now. There are videos that I have that I'll probably share in the future of me when I'm near my lowest, when I'm ordering fast food every day. And like I'm act like I'm in my weight loss journey between that time of May 7th and May 22nd, but I'm still ordering fast food. I'm crying after I'm eating the fast food. I'm in my I'm in my food addiction and not really talking about it with anyone and i think when i 
do get to the point where I can post those videos, it will serve as a purpose to be like, you can get out of it. Like when you're in it, when you're in it, you don't think you can get out of it. Yes. But when you're able to get out of it and you look back at it, you're like, wow, look at how strong I am for doing everything that I did. The, the talk about the support system. So I'll say this. I, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to say her name. And if she gets upset with me, she can, but her name's Sydney. And that's my best friend's name. And she, from the point of May 22nd on, like every day, is on me. Like, okay, what did we do today? How are we doing? Where are we at? I, I'll still say until the end of time when I share my story to, to the rooftops or whatever I do. Without that talk with her that night on um, May the 22nd, I would not be where I am today. Because it was at a point to where she was like, I'm going to have to set a boundary. Because yeah. I can't continue to sit here and watch you keep going backwards and sliding backwards until it just gets worse and worse. And I was like, you know, in my brain, all I can think of is like, this is what happens. I lose friends. I, I, I can't keep anyone. And she drilled it into my brain that night of like, I'm not leaving you. I'm just setting a boundary that I can't continue to be on this with you. If, if, if you keep sliding backwards, like you have to be honest with me. And without all of that conversation that night, I don't know where I am today. And I go there with that. And then I go to, I have a, I have a smaller um, community within my TikTok community that we have a Discord community and it's very tight knit. We're we're all very close. And those are the people who like on the day to day, like Tay, hey, how are you doing? How like how are things going? And I literally like we talk every day. We become very close. And then the TikTok community that I have I talked about it today, this morning. I would go to say, as far as a fitness slash weight loss community on TikTok, I would go to say I have the the best positive community out there. But then, even as far as to go as TikTok, I would say that we're pushing right there too. Um, I can literally go to those people with anything. And they're there. And just something that I continue to tell each of them every day. I tell, I tell my friends this every day. Like, just remember that you are loved. Because something that, that I never understood being five years old and having a doctor tell my mom I wasn't enough uh, because of my weight. And well, obviously that's not what he said, but that's how I felt. Yeah. Um, being 13, 14 years old, having those Oreos and that two liter of uh, soda beside my couch and just, you know, like 
okay, food's the only thing that's that loves me because I don't feel like anyone else loves me. I don't love myself, but I always have food. And just going throughout these times in my life where being the person that I was, like I never felt, truly felt loved. And I continuously tell people like you are loved because there's going to be days where you can't tell yourself. But at least if I can tell you, then you know. And I would just say there's strength in sharing the whole journey because what people don't understand is I, I get messages and I get told by people like, like this helps me so much. You're such an inspiration, but I'm able to go back and look at that May 7th video when I wasn't even the person that I am now, like I was eating fast food every day. I'm able to go back to that May 22nd video and see me being at my lowest I've ever been, but being at my highest weight I've ever been. And I'm able to look at that and be like, look how much you've progressed just in just in 25, 26 days. And like, not even through the weight loss, just mentally. And one thing that I'll... Uh, leave it off with talking about the community because I think of this now every day since this has happened. Um, because when I look at inspiration or like people who, who tell me that like I inspire them, I always think of people losing weight or people trying to work out or, you know, people trying to do that. I never think of anything else. And I had a, a woman named Janet um, direct message me about a week ago. And she said, you know, um, she said, you know, I want to let you know that I have uh, terminal cancer. And, you know, there's been so many days to where I just didn't want to get up and do the things. And I didn't want to I didn't want to do the things that I need to do because I just I just didn't feel like it was worth it. And so she said, but through watching you I'm able to get up and go do the chemo that I need to do I'm able to realize that shaving my head isn't the biggest deal in my life and I'm able to get up every day now and remind myself that there's so much life worth living and that message will forever stick with me for the rest of my life because that is incredible yeah because it gives me chills now. Like yeah. I read yeah. that message and just sat there crying for like 10, 15 minutes because in the in the broad spectrum of things, I always think that I'll I'll help someone losing weight or I'll help someone trying to work out or like whatever. But then to see that is like I was in the same position stuff. I made a video back in March of like crying literally on TikTok talking about how my only purpose in life was to lose weight. And I told my friend the other day, I'm like, maybe my purpose in life wasn't to lose weight. Like, because I'm, I'm somehow inspiring so many people through things that aren't even weight related through my journey. And it's just something that I've come to come to light 
to see. So um, that was very drawn out. But yeah, that's that's a, absolute, uh, a summary of kind of all of that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's 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 really awesome. I will say this: I I I know that I my biggest struggle has always been my weight, and so I I tend to like we talk a lot about you know, eating disorders and recovery on this um, podcast. But everybody has struggles, everybody. Even the people who you would look at and think from the outside looking in that their life is perfect and they have everything, even those people struggle. And we don't truly know the depths at which people struggle until we have conversations like this. So that, that was really inspiring. And I want to thank you so much for coming on today and telling your story. I do have one last question for you. What is your number one bucket list dream? Like once you, you know, keep following through with your journey, like what's one dream of something that you've always wanted to do that you've never been able to because of whatever the struggle is? Do you you have anything like that that you want to, what's a big dream of yours? I do. I have, I have one, one big one and it involves being very mobile so I can walk around. Um, but I love sports. And okay. I, um, despite a lot of people's best interests, my favorite NFL uh, football team, my favorite NFL football team is the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And something that I've always wanted to do is go to Dallas, Texas, and go to a football game and experience like do the whole thing, go tailgating, go to the game, watch the game, have like probably even make like a mini weekend out of it. And um, I keep telling myself like the lower that we get and the lower that we get and the more mobile that we get and the more free spirited that we get, it gets closer and closer. And so I've set myself a goal that when I hit, a certain weight, which is um, 350, that I will, if if it's in the NFL season, I will go to a Dallas Cowboys game. And if it's not, then I'll continue on my journey, obviously. And then whenever the NFL season comes back around, I'll I'll go. That's amazing. Well, I'll be watching. We we definitely want to see you live out that dream. Yeah, I I don't think enough people like understand the struggle of us going to a stadium <laughs> and oh, no. the walking the okay, so you want to go to Dallas, like I'm assuming that would be plane ride. So that's a whole other Actually, animal. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. other beast of itself like going through the airport, going through like the all all of the stuff and then like maybe getting an Uber or renting a car and just being uncomfortable getting in the car. Um, there, yes. It's like a whole performance of getting in the car, getting out of the car, yes. like, and, and the breathing when, when we're walking to like back and forth each destination. And what is something that is like such a small distance is something that had me gasping. Like I had like terminal asthma or something. Literally. Like, yeah. So I sneeze you know, too hard and I'm out of breath. It's crazy. Oh, same. It's <laughs> yeah. so it's like for people at home who may think that like that's a big dream. Um, to to just simply go to Dallas 
and to go to a football game, go to a stadium and be in like huge crowds like that and to be around other people like that. That is one of the big dreams for us. That is a oh, huge yeah. thing because I, I went to a stadium. I've been to a few concerts um, lately, and it's it's such a difference to what I used to do when I was um, really bad in my food addiction. Like it's it's a different world. Just like walking um, over and getting in cars and and all of that stuff, going on the plane. Um, it's a whole different, it's a different experience and makes me breathe easier. So it's, it's definitely like a bunch of blessings bundled up in one, like it, it expands in so many things. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> well, those oh, are the non-scale victories that we look forward to for sure. Yeah. Well, Tay, it has been a pleasure having you here with us today. I, I want to thank you again for spending the hour with us and telling us your story. It's very inspiring and I wish you the best of luck. Uh, as you move forward and I definitely want to stay in touch for sure. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Steph, for, for inviting me on. Uh, this has been a lot of fun and I think it's, I definitely can't wait for people to hear this one because it's a lot of stuff that I got to talk about that I've never really talked about before. So yeah. I think, I think they'll enjoy this and uh, get a deeper dive into sort of what my journey has been about. Totally. Absolutely. And if you've been listening and you want to check out Tay's journey, go on TikTok. It is, what's your TikTok? <laughs> uh, at Tay Sowers Journey. And that's spelled S-O-W-E-R-S. Tay Sowers Journey. So check him out. It's really, it's worth it. It's worth it. I'll say that. And uh, we'll post a link as well on our website. Uh, so we'll, yeah, we'll definitely we'll get the word out. We, absolutely. Very cool. Well, thanks. Thanks again. Um, everyone who's listening, thank you for being here. We'll see you next time. If you like this episode and want to hear more, please visit our website at unhingedunicorns.com. You can also support this podcast and access member only content by visiting patreon.com forward slash unhingedunicorns. 